Welcome to the TV show show. It's a podcast about television shows that maybe you've watched, maybe you haven't. Regardless, it's Christmas morning and here is your present. I'm Rob Schulte. I'm Brittany. Hi. Brittany. What? Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks. I thought I did something bad. Which... Fa la 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 la. Exactly. How, how's, how's it going? Oh, it's good. I signed up for pet insurance today. Well, you're so mature. Well, not today. Today's Christmas. A few days ago. Right. You know how it goes. T- time warp. Yeah, very mature. Just want, you know, safety of safety of my loved one is what I care about. Oh, wait, man. We forgot to tell everyone that this is a Christmas special. Did I think I said that. Did we? Oh, whoopsie. Well, well can't whatever. go back now. <laughs> jingle, jangle, jingle, jangle, jingle. We surely cannot edit this out. True. We wrote original Christmas songs for this episode, much like the Pumpkin Spice episode that came out a couple days ago. That's right. So, without further ado, here's I'm our Christmas album. Take it, Brittany. I'm such a piece of shit. My computer just told me I need to plug it into a power source. I'll be right back. as I could without pulling a muscle. It was so fast. So fast. So, this is a Christmas episode. That's right. And it's very, very special because we're breaking format. I know, I mean, everyone who's heard the the little tiny TV episode knows that this is coming. But, it's big. You know, you were in New York and we were like, what? we have an episode coming out on Christmas why aren't we doing it up a little bit bigger? Why not? The fans deserve it. They've been good this year. They're on the good list. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> oh, man. Brittany, I think let's get into it. Let's do it. But first, Christmas staples, things you do each year. Do you have any? I have unique traditions. Unique? Yeah. Go on. On Christmas Eve... Uh, how far along are we in this episode? My brother! Never give up. <laughs> I, we get together. We make pizza. We make You make pizza. We make pizza like, it's like DIY pizza. You're like, design your own pizza. And do you make the crust too? What? Uh, do you make, uh, depends, course, depends. Do you, or do you buy the bobbly? It Kind of, like I, like I said, it depends. Because in the past, in years past, in Christmas past, Ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, you're haunting. We would just get blackout drunk. Ooh. (laughs) And, you know, we would, it would be things like where we like have flashbacks the next day and be like, did we do a push up contest last night? You know, well, (laughs) don't get me wrong. We'd invite friends and stuff. It wouldn't just be. That's another tradition. Yes. Oh, push up contest for sure. But we've, we've changed our ways. We don't, well, We don't get blackout drunk on Christmas Eve anymore. That sounds like a country song. It should be. We don't get blackout drunk on Christmas. Yeah. Anymore. 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 That could be like the sequel that comes out the next year, Christmas (laughs) song (laughs) follow-up. That's a great idea. Uh, My staples don't compare, I think. I uh, 
make a lot of treats. I made some blondies this year mm-hmm. with uh, chocolate chips and crushed up candy canes. Ooh. And I put eggnog in the batter. Yum. Yep. Hung some stockings, put some candy canes in them. But really, I think where where you and I are aligned is the fact that I will watch trash Christmas movies until I either have to turn them off or I love them for what they are. Oh, yeah. Most of the times things get turned off. But we did watch Christmas Switch this year. Netflix's one. It was pretty bad, but we made it through in like three sittings. What's your... Jeez, that's a... Yeah, it's like an hour and a half, so... That's that's segmented. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Christmas movie? What's your staple Christmas movie? Oh, well, I really like Christmas Evil, which oh, yes. I know belongs on a different podcast that we do. Yeah, leave that out of this. <laughs> but it is free on YouTube, so if anyone wants to oh. watch it, you should totally check it out. It send, is send me the link, man. Bizarre. But get this. So I ended up getting the Blu-ray version of it, which comes with some commentaries. And one of the commentaries is the guy who wrote it and directed it and created it, blah, blah, blah. And then like one of the actors, I think. Mm-hmm. But as they're recording the commentary, the older guy who's an actor doesn't know what like a DVD commentary is. So he kept, oh keeps saying to the other guy, he's like, hey, you're talking over the movie. And he's like, yeah, this is like an alternate track. This is why we're supposed to. He's like, quit talking. I'm trying to watch the movie. It's so good. I love that. Anyway, those are my staples. Do you have any uh, big memories related to Christmas and possibly television? Christmas and television? Double whammy. Whoa. Whoa. Ernest Saves Christmas is definitely my staple. But as far as big Christmas memories, yeah, I know I've shared this before, but, you know, it never gets old. No, it couldn't. I found out about Santa in, like, July. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, I was, like, in the woods with my friends, and they told me we, like, found a a little shade, sat down (laughs) under a tree, and they're like, you know, Santa's not real, right? God, how long did they plan this conversation? (laughs) They're like, we're going to take Brittany (laughs) into the woods. My mom really probably paid them and was like, can you guys just take her in the woods and like tell her Santa's not real? Because it's just like, it's gone on too long. You know, she's 14. 14? <laughs> <best>. No. <laughs> Jay playing. Jay playing. That was Graham's age when he found out. Yes. Never give up. No, if you recall, my brother found out he's really slick. He's Oh, so, yeah. He's so smart. He came to my mom and he said... Hey, mom, does Brittany know that Santa isn't real? And she said, no, don't tell her. And he went and cried in his room. (laughs) Oh, yes, I remember. And I think the audience will find out soon enough as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they just did. Yeah. You know what I mean. I don't know, but uh, how how about you? Your brother, like, played a trick on himself. I know. But also, like, if he would have just asked, it would have, like, been a softer blow. The lie would have continued. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I mean, like, he wanted, like, a, uh, uh, I don't know. He wanted the truth, man. Yeah, but it was, like, a painful truth. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, he's smart, but, you know, when you're eight, I don't know that, like, you, he really thought it through. True, true. I think he was, like, his mo- that he thought his mom, our mom, was going to be, like. The mom. 
the the mom, <laughs> mom of the year, she would have been like, oh, what are you talking about? Of course, Santa's real. Stop being crazy, man. <laughs> You're fucking crazy, eight-year-old. Yeah. You fucking nuts. So, Rob, what are your big mims of Christmas? I think my biggest memory, and I always, like, I tried to tell this at, like, a work holiday gathering the other day, and I was met with blank stares, which, as you know, is generally how I operate. Yeah. But I find it so funny that my dad owned two Christmas albums, which speaks more to, like, his relationship to music. He had music for events, but didn't like music. So if something struck him... He was like, oh, I like this. I'm going to buy the album and then like wear it into the ground. We had a Looney Tunes Christmas. On the snowy cheeks of Rosie. Which was essentially a long play interrupted by like Looney Tunes characters singing Christmas songs that were weird owled in the way to fit like the character. So they were parody songs. We'll put a link to it in the bio. And then he had a Mannheim Steamroller Christmas album. So, you know, we could put a little bed of it underneath here, but, you know, it's like... It's a, so it's very synthy, but I cannot think of the holidays without hearing the super synthy Mannheim Steamroller songs. And to this day, I remember my brother and I talking about it at one point because I never really put it together that like other Christmas music existed. Oh my gosh. So you're like, this is it. I mean, like I knew it existed, but we just never played it in our house. And my brother was just like, dude, dad loves that Mannheim Steamroller album. And I was like, (laughs) does he? He's like, we never play like Silent Night in our house or Little Drummer Boy. It's always going to be like, Synth versions of We Three Kings? Yep, it's the good shit. So now you're staring at me the way all the other people at my no, shindig stare at me. No, not at all. I have a blanket over my head. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> but Brittany, we're here today to talk about television Christmas specials. That's right. So like the Christmas episode... It's generally a one-off episode. So, you know, it's like whatever happens in the Christmas episode, nobody ever talks about it again. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. The concept is like there's some plot that, you know, it's like threatening the opportunity to spend Christmas together, right? Everybody's like either stuck at the airport or the holiday parties fucked up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's the quest to find the perfect gift. It's like, oh, I waited till the last minute. What am I going to get them? I'm such a garbage boyfriend, you know? Or like the dad gets high. Oh, I will be addressing that shortly. Yeah. Someone usually dresses up as Santa and by the end, everything works out and everyone's together and singing Christmas carols. It's pretty... Pretty classic. And usually the person who dresses up like Santa, though, doesn't end up being the person in the Santa costume. It ends up being actually Santa. Oh! Yeah, they'll be like, Joey. It's like, what are you talking about? I was over at the vending machine the whole time. Oh, my God. You're so right. And then, like, you're ching, 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 jingle bells. And then, like, the silhouette of a sleigh in the sky. And it starts snowing. And then, to all acquaintance be... Oh, wait, that's the New Year's song. (laughs) 
It was like, this is great. It sounds like angels singing. When you think of Christmas specials, what immediately comes to mind? Full House Airport One. It's like their very first Christmas special. I think I believe the episode is called Our Very First Christmas Special. Uh, our very first Christmas show. I'm such an idiot. Jeez, how how do you even host this podcast? I don't understand. I was grandfathered in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh, IMDb description goes, the family gets snowed in at an airport on Christmas Eve. Meanwhile, Stephanie worries that Santa won't be able to find her. So they're not at home. Stephanie, goodness sake. What? Ugh. The opening teaser for this episode, the family's in the living room posing in front of the Christmas tree for a family photo. Should we go to some quotes on this episode? Yeah, dude. Okay, so Danny. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah to all you viewers of Wake Up San Francisco. I'm off to Colorado for the first annual Tanner family Christmas reunion. But through the magic of home video, you're going to see it all, starting with our Christmas tree. Look, there it is. <laughs> Unflocked and fiery tardant. And of course, with the traditional smoke alarm angel on top. See, because he's really into perfection, cleanliness, safety. But why are the Tanners going to Colorado for a family reunion? I don't know. Do we ever know anything about them coming from Colorado? I don't know, man. It's like, what am I, an expert on the series or something? No, I mean, I'm not trying to get defensive. I'm not trying to start a pick a fight here. Yeah, yeah. It seems, seems very convenient that they get snowed in. Huh? It happens. Well, but it doesn't happen, Brittany. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, people get snowed in, but like, they never go to Colorado again. Too convenient for me. You're right. You're right. What is the significance of Colorado? Ugh. Okay. Maybe. Maybe they explain it in the episode. It's just like the, one of those one-liners where it's like, I don't know why Cheryl decided to do the family reunion in Colorado, but whatever. Yeah, probably. Blink and you miss it, you know? This one has a special holiday ending. This episode does. Tell me about it, man. Well, throughout the episode, there is a laptop computer, and it is like beyond crazy technology for Ooh. the time that this episode came out. Which was like, what, 1988, I believe? Wow, that's yeah. sweet. Like, it's like about eight years, ten years before we were even born, man. 88? Yep. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten years before we were even born. Yep. We're so young. We're so young. But on this computer, the words Happy Holidays is written out in green script with From Our Family to Yours, Fading in Below, complete with a border of red and green snowflakes oh. made to resemble a Christmas card. I love that. Not shown in the syndicated version. What? Yeah. So we got to find that and uh, put it up. Well, you want to hear something crazy? Clive, stop it. Clive. <laughs> Clive. Excuse me while hey. Rob yells at his dog. He's just trying to dig in all the wrong places. I don't need him ripping a hole in his bed. I hear you. Or his butt, for that matter. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Let's go. What about you? Do you have an immediate Christmas ones? 
Well, it's not like a favorite or anything. I'll get to that one later. But when okay. I think of Christmas episodes, because, you know, it's funny because like, you know, you're just like, what? Christmas episodes? And something pops in your brain. You're like, I'm not responsible for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I think about the Christmas episode of Friends that... Like, Joey's dressed up as an armadillo. And the thing is, like... Ross is the armadillo. Oh, whatever, dude. See, I was just going to say, I don't understand. I don't remember the context. I just remember being like... When I was like, wait, why was that Christmas? I don't understand. What was it? If you remember so much. It's that time when, like, they were trying to teach Ben about Santa Claus and Hanukkah. Even though, I don't know... I. I don't know why it was so important. I think Ross was just jealous. Yeah. Should we go into like our favorite Christmas specials? Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay, I'll get you started with an episode of Frasier from the final season ah! called High Holidays. It's it's fantastic. You know, a lot of people, you know, or a lot of shows in general, you get to that last season and, and it's almost tired, but High Holidays... Uh, was a fantastic Christmas episode. Here's a little summary. Frederick, Fraser's son, visits Fraser in Seattle, and the family is shocked to see him going through a goth phase. Ooh. The family talks about the rebellious phase of the child's life, and Niles is stung to hear Martin say that he was always one of the good kids. He decides to rebel by consuming a pot brownie supplied by Roz, but hijinks ensue when Martin eats the pot brownie. Oh! Yeah. So, this is a really great episode. It's quick and funny, and there's, like, the subplot with Frederick not wanting to hang out with Fraser, and so it's like, oh, I don't get to see my son on Christmas, and it ends up having a heartwarming moment where he can help Frederick. There's the whole pot brownie thing where Niles thinks that he's high, but it's actually Martin who's high, so seeing them communicate that way is like legitimately laugh out loud funny. Oh yeah. But then Brittany, there's a third storyline in this episode. We'll, we'll get to it. Frazier gets a job opportunity being in a commercial for traveling to Seattle. Ooh. And they're like, we just want you to do the voiceover for it. So he records his voice saying like, anybody want to go for a walk? <laughs> then why not come to Seattle? Where else can you see an ocean wave, a fish fly, a mountain peak, and the world's largest needle? XYZ, etc. But it ends up being Eddie the dog with Fraser's voice. So also when Martin sees that while he's high, it becomes a thing. Oh shit. It's just fantastic. I have a thought about that episode. I have a recent experience. Oh, go on. When I was actually waiting in line at your show, The Greatest Generation. Ooh, in Los Angeles when we were at the Bootleg Theater? Yes. I was waiting in line, chatting up the other audience members. Is a long, long line. Sure, sure. None of them know the levels of your fame. No, but no, I was, I was, it was anonymous. It was completely like, it just like- You had felt- your sunglasses on and ball cap. Yes. And I, we were just chatting and I, uh, they were like, oh, whatever. And as I usually do, my conversation starter, I'm like, oh, you guys watch Frasier? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. I watch Frasier. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, which one are you? And one of the guys was like very confidently like, I'm Niles. 
And I was like, shit, nice to meet you, man. I have not met a Niles in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, well, what's your guys' favorite episode? And then they were telling me. And then I told them this episode, which is my favorite. Oh, hell yeah. I love when Martin is like. They should let everybody be a giant for a day. So hilarious. And I was telling them about this. And then they were incredulous. They were like, are you just messing with us? I was like, no, it's for real. Go home and watch it. It's a great episode. Come on. Brittany, what do you have? What's your like favorite holiday episode? As promised, I brought my girls. The Golden Girls. Ooh, the Goldens, the Goldies, Golden Oldies. The Golden Girls. I'll give you the synopsis. Go for it. Well, I'll tell you what episode it is. It's called Twas the Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Yeah. The girls all plan to visit their respective families for Christmas, but their plans are ruined when they are held hostage by a man dressed as Santa Claus at the Grief Counseling Center. It's got a lot of levels, in case you couldn't tell by the very yeah. short description. So it starts, I love this, I'm going to like put in put in the quote, but I love when Blanche rolls in and she has this whole monologue about like why Santa turns her on. Ooh. She's like, in to Santa. There's something about a man in a Santa Claus suit that just drives me absolutely crazy. (laughs) Maybe it's it's the warmth of all of that red, hot, sweaty flannel. (laughs) Set against the austere coldness of those black patent leather jackboots. Maybe it's because those rosy cheeks and twinkling eyes bespeak a passion that is about to erupt from a man who just spent a cold, lonely year cooped up with a pack of dwarfs. (laughs) I'm not sure. All I know is the sight of a Santa sets my body aflame with unbridled desire. Rose is a counselor at the Grief Counseling Center. Uh Uh-huh. And so they're stopping by before they head out to the airport to take their flights and get the heck out of town. And then they're held up by a man who's dressed as Santa Claus. No! It's pretty terrifying. Of course, Sophia's like sassy and like, do whatever you want. Who cares? You know what I mean? She's Yeah, we're all about to die. Yeah, (laughs) I'm about this close to death, so go for it. Thanks for making my last days exciting. Yeah, exactly. What, What makes you, what makes this one jump out to you? Well, specifically, like, again, it was just, like, really, I, I, I'm a definitely a Blanche with sure. Dorothy tendencies. But a D-leaning B? Y- yes. Yep. So I just love that she's, like, super into Santa, but then later she's held up by Santa, and she feels conflicted. And I love that complex relationship. Because you're just like, I should fear him, but he's wearing a Santa suit, you know what I'm saying? I need him. Yes. Brittany... I need to go watch that episode right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a good one. Uh, what, what, what do you think about this? Okay. We brought it up on the little TV episode. I have a number for people to leave voicemails. For. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it because I'm excited about this. And this voicemail can be used for the TV show show or for Pumpkin Spice Podcast. And this is for a segment that's going to be called... Uh, This is more of a comment than a question Mm -hmm. where you can call in and let us know your thoughts on any of the subject matter we ever discuss or ask us a question. Boy, wouldn't that be surprising? That would be, yeah, because nobody wants to ask questions. They just want to talk about themselves, which same. Don't get me wrong. True. That's why we're doing this. Yep. 
And that phone number is 973-327-7382. Did you not get it? Do you now have a pen and need me to repeat it? It's 973-327-7382. So call up, leave us a voicemail, we'll throw it in the episode and give us a little bit more to chit-chat about. That's right. The whole time you were saying those numbers, I was mouthing the words. Wow. Well, it's because we're like synchronicity. Yep. We're thinking. Hey, Rob. Yes. I got a leg cramp. I'm sorry. I gotta go. Okay. Merry Christmas, okay? All right, bye. (laughs) I do have a leg cramp. I'm as high as the Himalayas. If I were a city in Germany, I'd be Heidelberg. Here's this opportunity to up my dosage. I'm a little too toasted for that, Fraser. The minute I knew I was getting baked tonight, I called a cab. Ah, yes, thick and gooey, ganja in its purest form. It's a pot brownie, you idiot. Yeah, I've been having these great ideas all day. I wrote some of them down. Here. What do you think this means? Dog army. (laughs) They were like, oh, whatever. 